the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hey, my friend. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, and this show really illustrates how God is calling San Diego to actually come together. And when he calls San Diego together, he's also calling other areas of the nation together and also different areas of the world. Some of these people we bring on periodically. We're, in the second hour, we're going to bring on someone from Ohio who many of you, if you listen to KPRZ, are going to absolutely love because you've heard him five days a week on KPRZ. We'll tell you about that as we go. But I want to introduce to you someone who has been a favorite of mine, but not only that, but she's been vested and invested in Come Together San Diego. She is the lead prayer warrior of Come Together San Diego, and she does other things besides prayer warrioring on our behalf. She goes out and does evangelistic kind of things, and she ministers behind the scenes. She prefers behind the scenes, but I couldn't help but bring her on in, into the microphone. Imee Smith. Hello, Imee. Hi there. <laughs> and you came back from, from uh, Uganda, and you have some stories to tell, and I'm going to allow you to do that in just a moment, but would you mind if we visit somebody who's a friend of yours? Absolutely. Uh, one of the things we like to do, my listening friend, is we like to bring people in periodically that have things going on right now in San Diego County, because, you know, you it, it, it's a Saturday night, you may be out and about, and you may want to catch a few things. So I want to introduce you to a friend of mine, Dan Simonek. He is the founder of Kingdom Cajon, but he is behind the scenes on so many different things and active in so many different things. So, Dan, uh, you're heading over to a venue called Jacob's Ladder in Vista. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, and I'm going to have save a little bit of time for something that's coming up at the same location not too long from now. Dan Simonek, what's going on, Dan? Hi, Chaz. Well, we're in the middle of sound check right now for Jacob's <laughs> Ladder. Uh, and things are going great. Um, so you know about the play? It's yes. at the gardens at the river. Um, you can get tickets at the door. The play starts at 7. So we're very excited about tonight. We're expecting a nice turnout. Yes. And one of the things, I was there last night, in fact, and um, my producer, Neil Fraser, was there also working uh, the site, ushering and things like that. He's such a, he's a good help, helper, a good team player. But uh, it was a remarkable in, investment in my time. It's a it's musically, it's an original uh, musical drama, and we've got, there's people on the stage, and there are people that uh, illustrate uh, uh, the different, uh, what do you want to say, patriarchs through the, through the year, Old Testament years to tell about God's intimacy with mankind and how God wants to draw us back through Jesus Christ. So that's something that's going on, and you say you're in the sound check phases, huh, Dan? 
Absolutely. Yes, we're in the middle of it right now. That's right. And if you come, you'll see Dan dressed up as some Hebrew kind of a person. You'll, 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 you'll recognize him. He's also playing uh, a cajon here and there as well. I, 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 I laud you, my friend. I love that. You've got something else going on uh, not long from now tied to Awaken the Dawn. And uh, was it 72 hours worth of worship? Tell us a little briefly about that, Dan Simonek. It's uh, Awaken the Dawn, yes. It's 50 hours of worship starting on October 17th at 6 p.m., going through October 19th at 8 p.m. It's at the Gardens at the River. Um, and, and if people don't know where the gardens are, just you can uh, Google the River Family Church. It's their outside worship venue. And it's remarkable. Very exciting. All the details are coming together. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, my friend, if you want to find out more about this thing, I just really, uh, where would be a good place to go for the Awaken the Dawn stuff? uh, Right now, we're on Facebook at ATD at the Gardens. There you on go. Facebook. ATD as an Awaken there. the Dawn. And uh, yes. also, and this place is called uh, the uh, Gardens in Vista. You can actually put that in there. Or you can put uh, River Family Church. Find out more about this. This is a play that's going on today and tomorrow. So it's time to go check that out as well. Dan Simonek, thanks for spending some time with us, man. Absolutely. Love you. And I love yeah. your new outfit. I, I, I give you high accolades for that. <laughs> I have to go just to yeah, I know. You. And happy birthday, my friend. Oh, thank you. Happy birthday. Oh, thank yes, you. Thank, happy thank you. Right. Well, my friends, uh, thank you, Dan, for joining us. And I mean, now, now that I was trying to keep my birthday secret, now it is my day. My day is today, October fifth. Uh, back in the day, back actually, my birthday is the same same time that Israel became a nation back in nineteen forty eight. So you can do the math, my friends. Awesome. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Anyway, I mean, you just came back from a trip, and you've got a lot of things to share. Let's kind of just kind of start out with a little bit of background about Imee Smith. People, uh, under, the underground church in San Diego County know you pretty well. So tell us a little bit quickly about you. Well, I've been in many, many ministries. I've worked with ministries, uh, rescuing children from sex trafficking, lots of prayer ministries. I do sozo ministry. And sozo uh, means? Uh, healed, saved, and delivered. I like that. And so it's like God has a one-step method. We make it more, but he has a one-step method. So it's just been doing a lot of things, mostly with prayer, but I just love to be part of what God's doing. Yes. I don't want to be the forefront. I like to be the She likes to be helping. behind the scenes, but she's, she's the encourager and the nudger. Sometimes she'll go, you know, why don't you think about this? And, you know, unless you're just real prideful, you go, you know, that's worth considering. And all of a sudden, her thought processes get to enter in your thought processes, and it becomes the body of Christ-ish element. And that's one thing that I really love. So Uganda, you had a heart for this. And uh, yes. a group of people were kind of called called the Fire Academy. Tell us a little bit about that. We have several minutes left well, in this segment. I go to Church TK, which is Sitkanu, means uh, God Sitkanu. our righteousness. Yes, and they have a fire academy that they put together, and it's a program that tells you how to move in the spiritual gifts, how to actually activate your faith by going out on the street. Yeah. Um, Instead just of just talking about it, everything. you know, put, put it to the streets. Yes. I like it. So it's actually moving and working, not just sitting back, but you're actually busy all the time. So once you go through the fire academy, he always plans, Ben Wisen, who was on not long ago, plans a trip somewhere and the Lord told him Uganda well we went to a refugee camp there 
where the people from the Congo had escaped from the Congo, half of the Christians had been killed in the Congo. And so the ones that were left came to Uganda. There's many refugee camps in other countries, but that's over 100,000 people. My, my. Now, let's, let me, let's pull back and let's ha- have, this is a thinkable moment right now. Um, half the Christians in, that, in the Congo area had been at least targeted and many of them killed. And so there are some that escaped and there they are in Uganda. Your calling is to actually go in there and introduce whom their true salvation will be. And uh, you met with some miraculous things. And I'll tell you something, my friend. We think, you know, how tough is it for us if we uh, don't, don't get up in time for church or, or we, you know, we forget to make this little deadline or something like that. These people are, are, have their lives and faith threatened every moment. And so what, I'm just, I give you high accolades, uh, I mean, for listening to the call and saying, yes, I'm going to join this troop of people. How many people went, and we're going to start unfolding the story with some of your call-in friends as we go. How many people went? Give us kind of a brief overview in a minute or two. Well, there were 20 of us that went. Yes. We'd all been through the fire academy. And this was when? Recently. That was um, August the 12th through the 22nd. Okay. Short trip, but we had morning, afternoon, and evening scheduled. So we were busy the whole time. Yes. It just went, we'd stop for a meal and just keep going. And I kind of know uh, 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 your uh, Ben uh, Weissen, who is the pastor, he and his wife, Lydia, uh, lead the church. And the Fire Academy is one of their brainstorms. And let me just tell you something. If if you want to go out on an uh, endeavor, like a, like a, an outreach, and, and you want to just sit back in the back, forget it. With with Ben, he goes, you're in the thick of it. And I mean, he he's infectious. He and his wife are in, in a very positive way. And miracles follow. We'll talk a little bit more about that in the next section. All the time. Second. About uh, 60 seconds here in this segment. What do you want to leave to set the stage for the next segment of Heidi well, Smith. We had so many miracles happen. And the people there were really down and depressed. Of course. First day, they hardly interacted. They were just kind of watching us. Next day, they were actively joining us. And because we were actually activating the pastors, the third day we were there, they were up dancing. They were happy. It totally changed the mood. We had about seven to 800 pastors and leaders there. Oh, my. We're going to talk more about that in the next segments. My listening friend, if you're called to do an evangelism uh, outreach, you're going to need to listen and pay close attention here because if you're going without God, forget it. You're not going to be successful. But you're entrusting the success of the mission to God and doing this with an open heart. You'll be amazed at what you will find. And, and Imee Smith, uh, as she went with Church Sikhanu and and the group, called Fire Academy to Uganda recently. She's got some stories to tell. So I want her and her, some of her friends who are going to be calling in to begin telling these stories. And I want you with open eyes in amazement to hear these uh, stories of some of the, I'm talking miraculous things. We're talking miraculous things, including witch doctors and everything else. It's an amazing story. So I yes. mean, stay with me for the whole hour. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> Smith, we're going to talk about Uganda and how God is, penetrating it with his love and healing power and grace when Imi and I come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. And... 
I am back with Amy Smith, co-host. Uh, the prayer, one of the, she's actually the prayer team leader here at Come Together San Diego, but she also does other stuff like uh, evangelism trips to Uganda. And we're talking about that because she came back with some miracles and some great stories. I mean, uh, good to have you with me. You were, we were just setting the stage for the uh, Fire Academy and what goes on there. We have one of the one of the people that went with you on the line. I'm going to have him stay there for just a second. Now, we're looking at, uh, you say, 20 people or so. There was 20 of us. All flying into Uganda. Mm-hmm. And what spectrum of people were they? Just a lot of different uh, professions or backgrounds? Many different churches. Um, some of them had taken a fire academy the first time this was a second uh, academy. And so they hadn't been on missions before. But first mission, tons of miracles. This went over the top. Miracles. Yes, and we're going to talk about that. And you already pre-warned me about our first call-in guest, Earl Hook. Uh, Earl, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. Pretty worn. That's a, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> How's it you know, going? Fine, fine. I'm going to have uh, Amy ask you a few questions because she was your uh, you know, evangelism buddy there, and so she has some insights to ask that I don't, but I've heard some great uh, things about your experience. So, Amy, set the stage and then ask Earl a question or to Earl Hook. Well, I told him you, right. uh, to be warned because you have been on many missions. You have a lot to say because you're a very experienced person. I'd really like you to tell him about the witch doctor experience you had, because that was pretty exciting for everybody. Witch doctor. Now, here we're not talking about the United States of America, where they do it a little bit obscurely, you know, the witchcraft things. This is right in your face. And so tell us the story, Earl. We've got uh, several minutes. Yes. So it was, uh, we were starting to pray for people in the crowd and this guy just had these eyes. I mean, they literally look like snake eyes. I mean, on my Facebook page, if you've seen the picture, you would know exactly who I was talking about. So we're praying for people going through the crowd. We're getting healings, healings. And this guy's staring at the women on the team and trying to intimidate them. So I finally make eye contact with this guy. And he kind of nodded his head like he wants some, almost like he wanted to fight me. And so I called him, poured past the prayer line. And the first thing he did is he started writing on the ground, starting with a T and then some magical symbols, and starts telling the interpreter this stuff. I'm like, okay, what's he saying? And it was pretty clear that the interpreter was not telling me what he was actually <laughs> saying. It's time to try to spare you a like, little bit, huh? Yeah, uh, it was. All they would say is that his, his church had sent him. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> I put my hand on this guy's forehead, and I start just taking uh, command over it in Jesus' name. And I'm praying over him, and I'm commanding these demonic spirits to leave. And he's getting weaker, weaker, weaker. And I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, double it. And right as I said that, he just about fell on the ground. So I literally caught him with my left hand and picked him back up. And this made him so mad. He literally turned around and started yelling at the interpreter. So then I got right back up in his face and I put my hand on his forehead again. And I started praying and commanding these things out in Jesus' name, commanding them. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to need to anoint this guy. Where's my anointing oil? So I'm reaching for my anointing oil, and 
I taught there. And right at this moment, two of the girls on the fire academy team came over and anointed him on his forehead. Now, this is where it gets crazy. (laughs) Crazier. You mean crazier. Yes. Right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's all perspective. But we anoint him in the shape of the cross on his forehead, and he literally screams like the blow torches hit him. Wow. Now, hang on for a second. I'm a year there at the time. Actually, I'm over on the other side. There's so many people wanting prayer that I can't see all the action. I have to see it on video. So, 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 Earl, hang on just for a second. Let me set the scene. There are so many people there that a team of 20 were not nearby. Many of them were on other area, other areas. It sounds like it was a massive group of people. It was massive. There was seven to 800 oh, yeah. pastors and leaders there. Oh, my, my. So, so get we the, were in that crowd. So, so get the scenario, my listening friend. This is not just one or two people. This is hundreds of people around and, uh, uh, this witch doctor came to disrupt things, and uh, Earl, continue your story. Yeah, so we've anointed him. It burns him. He literally screams, spits as much spit as he can in his hand, wipes it off his forehead, and <laughs> takes off running. I mean, he is hooking it. So now I'm chasing him. The two <laughs> girls are chasing him. And we've got 200 Congolese refugees all chasing after us. So <laughs> imagine the crowd chasing us, chasing him. And they're all yelling something in Swahili. I obviously don't understand Swahili. But anyways, we fi- I finally catch the guy. I grab him. And he starts manifesting and shaking and, and going all crazy again. And I, I put my hand on his forehead again and start praying over him. And again, the girls came up with anointing oil, anointed him on his neck in the shape of a cross. And And they did. Same thing. This time it was even worse. He screamed super loud, spits a loogie into his hand, which is really nasty, wipes it off his neck, and just takes off like a sprinter. I mean, there was no way we were going to catch him. So that was my experience. I didn't find out. Yeah, I didn't find out that he was a witch doctor until two days later. Oh, my. And what all the people that were chasing around in the group uh, were yelling in Swahili was the witch doctors being defeated, the witch doctors <laughs> being defeated. Oh, my. Yeah, you know, something like the wicked God. witch is yeah. dead, huh? Uh, I like that. You're, you're, <laughs> Earl, Earl Hook, uh, that was, uh, thank you for your insights there. Stay close by for the rest of this segment because I want you to give some color commentary as well. Fire Academy. Uganda in August. Remarkable. Hundreds of people there that uh, they've experienced some tremendous anxiety. Many have, of their friends have lost their lives. Uh, and the faith in Jesus Christ is something that uh, could be very, very costly. So uh, continue kind of the overview, Imi, and I'm going to have, if you would be so kind, Earl, for the remainder of this segment, do color commentary as Imi begins continues telling the story well i couldn't see what was happening but i could hear the screaming and we all heard the screaming but we didn't know what it was but so you're busy doing what uh praying for people they're being healed Uh, everybody that we pray for is being healed oh my and we had to do a thumbs up because we didn't understand swahili didn't have enough interpreters so we'd do a thumbs up if they're healed thumbs down if they're not so they'd put a thumbs up and say okay and start moving to the next one, they say no, put their thumbs down because they wanted more, more healing. Yeah, yes. So they we'd go from like the head to 
the hip or the back or and the they leg. could identify the areas that maybe have be troublesome and so they'd be praying for like three or four things and they'd all be getting healed yes it was amazing now, we how, had blind eyes open we had deaf ears that was hearing again it was amazing yes earl how, how, how do you communicate the gospel beyond just the the healing power of god or the uh, exorcism power of god how, how, by lifestyle is that how you communicate it since you can't communicate in words love and i'm sorry it's just love it's it's really simple love just that's love right. on them that's so good that's all you have to do it doesn't have to be words and convincing i'm sorry i've gotten more people into the kingdom just by loving on them being myself hey love you buddy give you a hug that means so much right. more than trying to convince somebody of something yes 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 I mean, once somebody feels that power of love hit them or the holy spirit hit them there's no more denying it that's right. My, my. And they know that this is supernatural, and uh, through interpreters and so forth, they can identify that Jesus is the, the, the source of that empowerment and that salvation. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's exactly what, what Amy was saying is, you know, they would feel that healing power, and now they're not letting you go. Okay, my <laughs> eye just opened up. Okay, I also have this problem in my back. My big toe hurts, so I want you to fix all of them now. Okay. Now that I know you can fix them. And we're telling them it's not us doing it. It's there you in go. the name of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. My, my. Earl Hook, thank you for joining us on this segment. I appreciate you giving some insights. Uh, this is going to be one of those things I'm going to be thinking on for a long time. Earl Hook, thank you for joining <laughs> us. Thank you for uh, empowering Fire Academy with your piece of the puzzle. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Bless you, brother. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. I mean, any th- one-minute thoughts before we go to the next segment? This is. I knew this hour was going to go quickly, but man, oh, man. Well, we had so many healings that people were being healed of everything, but a lot of them were being healed of a broken heart because they had lost all their family. Oh, they had my. gone through trauma. So we really had to rebuke trauma off of them. And some of them were so brokenhearted, we couldn't heal their body until their heart was mended. And the Lord was doing it the whole time. My, my, my. my. Sometimes we just had to love them, but I couldn't take the yellow fever shot. I couldn't take the malaria pills. I couldn't take the typhoid because my immune system had been so compromised. So when people were coming up, bringing me babies that were burning up with malaria and saying, pray for my baby, it's like, okay, Lord, you're in charge. And I figure if I'm a martyr, I'm a martyr. But I came back totally fine. But those first few times praying for somebody burning up, it makes you think. It makes you but think. But Lord is good. I'm yes. still here and I'm yes. totally okay. Yes, and yes, so yes. are they. You know, one, thank you, Amy. This is, we're going to have, we got an, uh, half of the hour left to go. But one of the things that strikes me is you don't have to think, okay, well, I've got this five-step plan or the seven-step plan, receiving the Lord and then healing. Just allow God's love to minister through you. And oftentimes there are interpreters there can can help bridge that gap. But just be whom you've been called to be. And if God says to to pray for healing over this person, you just be obedient. And I I guess one of the things that you bring back with you is in Uganda, there's an expectation for healing and intervention and salvation in in the United States and even in San Diego. There's not that anticipation some people could care less, so there's a little bit more breakthrough that has to happen here. But I want you, my my friend, if you're inclined to be involved in evangelism, pay close attention because the world is ripe and ready for harvest. Uh, totally ripe. 
So we're going to talk more about this in the next segment. We're going to bring a couple more of Imee's friends here to give other color commentary, and I think you will be equally amazed. So, Imee, are you ready to go after the commercial? Absolutely. Very good. My listening friend, Imee Smith, and I will be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Joel Lieberman from Tree of Life Messianic Jewish Congregation. Lord, we just do lift up the entire region of San Diego from Vista to Chula Vista. Lord, it says in the Psalms, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. We pray a spirit of unity over our city in the name of Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew. Amen. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. You know, the scripture asks us to give an account of the joy that is within us, do so with meekness and with reverence. And one of the things that is uh, called upon, if you're called upon to go out into a missionary environment, is you're going to be called upon to give a reason or an account for the joy that's within you, because it's the joy that is within you that changes changes things. Now, I mean, you and I, we're going to have another one of your buddies calling in. In fact, they're on the line. But one of the things that you made mention of is you're going there and these people, you know, these people have experienced tremendous trauma in their lives and there's not much, there's no joy there. But when they start seeing God uh, intervene, it changes things? It absolutely does. When we came in, they had given us a motorcade. And so we had these motorcycles lined up in front of us and some behind us. And as we came in, the people started coming because nobody really talks to them or goes to see them. Yes. And so we not only came to see them, but we began to love them and just show them what God would do for them. And then all of a sudden, God shows up big time and it it changes their whole perspective of things and gives them faith and confidence in the midst of, let's just say, contrary situations or even life-threatening situations. And you went to many, many places over this short period of time, didn't you? Uh, Yes, we did. But it was life-threatening. We had to be um, already, um, what do you call that, Uh, taken through and and approved by the UN and by the Department of Internal Affairs before we could even go to the camp. And they sent two armed guards with us everywhere we went because it was dangerous dangerous to go there because they might go after us because we went to help them. We couldn't tell anybody where we were. We couldn't tell them... Uh, what we were doing, we couldn't connect the people back home, like on Facebook, or send them any information because no one was supposed to know we were there. My, my. Because it was dangerous. My, my. And I think this is a good time to bring in our next guest uh, calling in. His name is Seth Moran. And uh, you say he is a, 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 a missionary to Mexico. Hey, Seth, how are you doing? Thanks for joining Imee and me. Hey, guys, how you doing today? Fine, fine, fine. So, so uh, Imee has been telling stories on you, and they're all good, so we won't worry about that. But I'm going to have Imee. <laughs> okay. So since she's the co-host of this hour, I'm going to have Imee ask you a question or two, Seth. And I want you to uh, speak from the heart and see where Holy Spirit takes this. Imee? I wanted to find out about one of the most miraculous things that you saw there. Gosh, well, I think one of the coolest things we saw... Um, 
first off, well, let me just say, Kaz, I really appreciate the opportunity to be on the show with you. Thank you, man. Oh, and um, now back now on this, on as far as the story goes, there was um, so we had conferences where we were training uh, local church leaders on how to be filled with the Holy Spirit and how to operate in the gifts. And there was one day where we had a time to start praying for people in the audience because we know God always has appointments, divine appointments for us to be able to see his power move. There was a gentleman that I walked up to us that um, he was actually praying with a friend of mine. He had a, um, began like that, and he had like a, a major injury because due to a motorcycle accident that had messed up the upper part of his arm, you know, like above his elbow. And uh, it, it affected his ability to, be able to lift his his arm completely. It may have even reached over to his shoulder because couldn't lift his arm past like, I guess maybe 20, uh, 15, 20 degrees or something like that yes. above. Yes. And it was just stiff. And a few of us gathered around and we prayed and we persevered in prayer, you know, and we, we commanded an authority in the name of Jesus for that, for a spirit of infirmity to be ripped off of him, spirit of trauma to be taken off of him, and for his arm, his muscles, ligaments, tendons, everything to come back together. And after about 20 minutes or so of prayer, all of a sudden, he was able to lift his arm clear over his head, and he had full mobility restored to his arm in the oh, name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, super, super cool. Uh, Seth, help me understand the visuals, what we're seeing here. Now, this is a conference environment, so a lot of people that are going there have had some, they know that they're expecting something is, rather than just being out in, in, in the back area. Uh, these, these are people that are coming for a particular purpose, so they have a little understanding. Some of them actually may be pastors or have some experience with God, yes or no? Yes, certainly. A number of people who are there are people who are already who are Christians. And also pastors and church leaders, they were there because they wanted to grow in the knowledge of the Holy Spirit, you know. I they, they, you know, the people out there already understand there's a spiritual world, there's animism, there's the, the, the shamans and witch doctors, they, they call upon the spirits of nature and of other demons and things like that. And so they knew that they, there was real power that comes from God. God created everything, so His power supersedes everything, so... Um, they wanted to get some training on that. I love so it. And let, let me let me get it. Let me dip in here just for a moment here, Seth. You are a missionary from Mexico, are you not? And you are also a San Diego person. Help me understand the the dynamics here. The dynamics. Yeah. Well, so I served as an international missionary in, in southern Mexico for about three and a half years, and then uh, from there I ended up uh, moving. I, I moved back here to San Diego to work to stay with my family for a while. But I still serve as an international missionary going to different places across Latin America, principally uh, Colombia, uh, Guatemala, things like that. And I like to train church planners to be able to do the ministry. I, so lo- I being, like it. Well, said. Being able to the Holy Spirit is super important, you know? Yes, uh, yes. Let me ask you something, though. Didn't you say that man that had metal in his arm that the doctor put there that kept him from mm-hmm. moving his yes. arm? Yes. Yeah, uh, no, I'm not sure exactly what it was that prevented him from moving his arm. I do know that the metal was uh, to help him. Um, but, uh, you know, when things heal, sometimes in the third world, you're going to have issues where sometimes you know, things don't heal right. Exactly. So God may have melted the right? metal, right? I mean, he may have. I'm not a doctor on that. But I do <laughs> know, though, that like he wasn't able. I do know, though, that when we were messing with his arm, trying to get it to move at first, uh, his arm could not move above his hip. It was, it was absolutely stiff. And after 20 minutes of prayer and rebuking any infirmities, he was able to move his arm completely. My so awesome. That. <laughs> That's my, my, awesome. My. So, 
Imi, you know, Imi is one of the, I've known Imi for a long time, and she loves to be behind the scenes, but when there's something that actually needs to happen, she's a prayer warrior. Look out, world. And so I would love to have seen her in action on that, and you as well, Seth. Seth, we've got about two minutes left in this this segment. Now, you're a person who's versed in missionary work. Now, a lot of the listeners that listen to this broadcast are not. So could you spend just maybe one minute encouraging people to actually, you know, it's a nice thing to kind of sit in the comfort of your own home and say, I want to be a missionary yeah. when I grow up. But I want you to be, give a word of encouragement to these people. Take about a minute to do that because we're running out of time in this segment. And then I'll have Imee close the segment with me. Thank you, Seth, Seth Moran. Lay it on us. Yes, yes absolutely. Well, I'll, I will say this. So there's a big world outside of ours here in, uh, you know, comfortable America. When I was in Mexico, they had a little saying. They would call this place uh, Greenolandia which means like it's like a play on words. They say basically like Disneyland or Gringoland, you know, as a, <laughs> as a fantasy place across the world. Because we really, we have things, it's another level of life that we have here. We're worried about things that oftentimes most of the world doesn't worry about. Um, we don't think about whether or not we're able to eat, you know, like, like the Lord's Prayer where it says, you give us this day our daily bread. That's not the concern that most people have here. Most people have their daily bread already in the refrigerator, so we're concerned about things that really don't matter, a lot of vanities. Yes. And I would just encourage people that if they want to get focused on the things of, like, get outside of their comfort zones, um, expand their vision on global affairs, be even thankful for where they are living right now, and really make an impact on this world. We need to think more than just, I think, our local block or community. We have to think globally. We Thank need you. to see how the kingdom of God needs to move, uh, is, is expanding in power across this world. There's a, a legion of, there's, a, there's many locations around the world that doesn't have access to the gospel, let alone a church, let alone people who are even able to teach the scriptures. I think we have to seriously pray as a community. Uh, and, and I would encourage yes. anybody listening, I would say two things. One, when you pray, expect miracles and persevere in it, you know. Uh, we were there praying for 20 minutes for that person to be healed, and that's when our eyes saw the healing. Yes. And so I think there's a lot of people that are praying for things right now, but they give up. And the Lord says, you need to pray, persevere in prayer, and don't lose heart. Yes. The second oh, thing amen. I would say is, is that um, as far as missions are concerned, go out. Go at least on some short-term trips. Consider long-term. Consider... Uh, helping other missionaries get out there, because if you don't, um, then we're not really being a part of the of the mission, which is to love God, love others, and make disciples of all the nations, <laughs> all the nations, not just the it. ones that are here at our uh, back door. But you know, one of the things, too, though, the Fire Academy says that we go out on the street here. So we don't have to wait until yes. we go into another country, we could go down to San Diego, we yes. could go to El Cajon, we could go around areas where there's a lot of homeless and we can minister to them. That's right. Uh, Amy Smith, Seth, thank you for joining us on this segment. Remarkable. God bless you, man. Uh, I mean, You're welcome. God bless you. It's a pleasure. I mean, this is so true. You know, we wait to go be called out to a foreign country. Why not go to the grocery store or to the beach or or to the fairgrounds or wherever? So, I mean, we're going to have another guest, I believe, in the next segment as well. Mm-hmm. But, man, this hour is going quickly, isn't it? I know. Very <laughs> fast. I, I, I'm going to want you to... Uh, Uh, tell a little bit more about the Fire Academy as well. My listening friend, let me just quickly give this to you for a Facebook link, and that is just go to Facebook and put uh, Church TK on Facebook and see where that takes you. You'll be impressed. So Imee and I and other guests still to call in, we will be right back. 
Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, my friends, we are visiting Uganda by way of San Diego, California. And I have as my co-host in this hour, which is nearing an end, Imi Smith. Imi is tied to the Fire Academy and uh, has come back from Uganda with great stories, but she's also come back with enriched friendships as well. One of the things before we get into our next guest, you're going to love this next call-in guest, my friends, but one of the things that you said, I want you to just spend a moment uh, elaborating on. You you talked about, you you know, you you don't have to do evangelism in a foreign country. How about uh, just beyond your door? I mean, (laughs) Jesus said to heal the sick and to go out and minister to people. He told us that was what our job was. So we can go out on the street, right in our own homes, or we can go to the grocery store. They're hurting people everywhere. I find people at the store all the time, and I minister to them in the store. Yes. And have people healed right outside the door or even in the store. You don't have to go anywhere. There are people that hurt everywhere. That's right. And you don't have and to that, you don't have to have a, a doctorate to do this. You just no. have to show God's love and all of a sudden it's you don't have to have the five points or the three points or the ten points. You just say, you know, are you hurting a little bit? I know somebody who can help. And it's not going to be you, you getting glorified, it's the Lord being glorified through your obedience. That's right. And that's normal Christianity. That's, that's, normal. that's normal Christianity. <laughs> it's normal to pray for people. It's normal to see them healed. It's normal to share God's love with people. Yes. And I think this is an appropriate time to in, uh, introduce uh, a person who's a good friend of yours. I've never met her, but I've met her husband, uh, Ben and Lydia uh, Weissen, and they are pastors of the church Sitkanu, but yes. they are also tied to, or their baby, or their their. Uh, concept was the Fire Academy, and uh, you guys went out under the auspices of the Fire Academy. Lydia, are you with us? Yes, sir. Hello. <laughs> we love it. Now, yes. Amy set the stage. She's got everybody salivating about what God can do if we just give him the freedom to do that. Why don't you tell a little bit more about the Fire Academy strategy, and then we're going to kind of, we want to encourage all of our listeners to take that next step from, you know, pew warming or sitting uh, at home thinking about things to actually activating their faith. So, uh, Lydia Weissen of uh, Church Sitkanu and Fire Academy, give us some insights, and I'm going to have Amy give color commentary as you go. Lydia. Okay. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for having me. Um, the Fire Academy, this is our third semester, our third class going through it, um, and it is producing very incredible people that are just going out and changing the world. Um, we have a lot of students that have already graduated and are just telling us that they are seeing healings all the time. They're going out, um, you know, and it, and it's to go through an intense school where you're forced to go on outreaches to eventually, you know, get you to the place where you're comfortable doing it on your own. So if you're at the grocery store or wherever that you'll feel comfortable um, talking to someone or if you see somebody that's lame or, you know, has a sickness, you're saying, hey, can I pray for you? Jesus will heal you right now. Um, <laughs> that's so true. So, 
I love it. I, I have to laugh because you, you just identified my wife. She goes, I don't think I have a ministry. But you set her loose in any environment and, you know, maybe a store, maybe a, like a mall or something like that. And all of a sudden she's missing from my side and she's over ministering to somebody and I'm saying, Jesus can heal you. Let me pray for you right now. And, and she doesn't even think that that's a ministry. But my friend, it is God's ministry through you. And so, Lydia, you and your husband, Ben, have been able to identify this and train up people in the way they sh- should go and then you can set them free and Imi is one of the products of that. Uh, Imi, any thoughts as you ask Lydia a question or two? Well, I've been to so many different schools. I've been to formal, long-term schools and this is the most activating group I've ever been in. <laughs> it actually gets you out doing uh, all of that. Uh, loving people, sharing food, but also healing people and Getting them delivered and and saved. Yes, yes, uh, Lydia. I've had an opportunity to visit some of your web, uh, your web uh, pages and some of the the live stream and some of the activity that you videotape. You and Ben, your husband's a wild man in a good way. I tell you, I haven't had a chance to visit with you much. But when uh, Holy Spirit just honors the faith that I see going out from the Fire Academy, and and God will honor your faith, my friend, if you step out. So give us some clues on how, you know, here we are just, we're just Christians. We don't have a ministry. Oh, yes, you do. You want to speak to that, Lydia? Sure, Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, God's called all of us to do different things. Um, some of us have been called into the, you know, secular industry or to be businessmen or, you know, to work in a hospital or wherever. But um, it's really obedience and just finding where God has called you to be. Um, and something I've been reading about recently and studying on is just what is success in the eyes of the Lord and how, you know, the two disciples, they came to Jesus with their mom and they said, you know, we want to sit on your right and left hand. <laughs> and then all the other disciples, they said, they it says they were displeased when they heard that they had asked Jesus this. And, um, and so basically, though, you know, it's like human nature. We think that is success to kind of be at the top and be that, that person that everybody can see. And, you know, that big minister, we think, wow, they're doing they're doing the work of the Lord. What am I doing? Like, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. I'm just taking care of my kids. Like, I'm just, you know, working at an office. And so we can kind of think that we're not in ministry when we see these people, you know, moving in great power and, and just very visible to the world. Um, but then Jesus said to the disciples, he said, don't, he said, you're not going to be like that. That's not how the kingdom of God works. He said, the greatest among you is going to be your servant, and the first among you is going to be slave to all of you. And so, you know, it's just the Lord's just been reminding me that success in his eyes is just being obedient to him (laughs) and what he's telling you to do every day. And when he's telling you to step out and talk to that person in the gas station, the grocery store or at your office, and that is the the. That success in the eyes of the Lord is you living before the Lord, your faith, and saying, Father, what do you want me to do today? And not looking at other people and comparing yourself. You know, like it says, don't compare yourself with the body and don't say, oh, just because I'm not an I, then I'm not part of the body. But no, God has put each of us in the body where he wants, where we function and we each have a function. And so to not look down on yourself. And to also not lift yourself up and think, oh, man, I'm so great. I'm doing so much stuff. And, you know, all these Christians aren't doing anything. But uh, but just remaining humble and realizing, you know, it's the servant that God's like, 
there the least is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. My, my. And just Amen. being obedient to the Father, and He's so proud when you do that, <laughs> and you just live Amen. before Him. Yes. Uh, Lydia Weisen, mm-hmm. thank you very much for sharing this. Uh, a quick uh, website or a Facebook page where people can find out more about Fire Academy and even Church Sitkanu. Yeah, so go to churchtk.com, um, and on there, there's a tab for the Fire Academy. Um, and so it, it has all the information about it. Um, and you can reach out with questions. Uh, there's a contact form on there. And so just reach out to us and you can join our next semester. We also just started an online school. So it doesn't matter I where love you live it. in the United States, you can be a part of it. I love it. Thank you, Lydia, for joining us for this last segment. My listening friend, yes, here's sir. the deal. It's a pleasure. Say hi to Ben for me. Okay, I will. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. You know, my listening friend, here's the deal. You don't have to have credentials behind your name to hear Holy Spirit and just simply obey. And it doesn't take much just to say, you know, if you talk with somebody's in the line in a, in a grocery store or somewhere else, you say, yeah, I sense that there's, you could use a little bit of prayer. Can I, can I just do that? Do you mind? Most, uh, probably 95% of the people will go, yeah, I don't mind. And all of a sudden, then Holy Spirit says, thank you very much. Now let's, let me show you what I can do. And it's not going to be you that's doing it. It's just your simple obedience. Take about one minute to bring this to a close because we have to go. Less than one minute. Well, one of the I things mean. about the Fire Academy is Art uh, Montgomery has the FBI, which is Firm Believers in Christ. And he goes all over the world. The two have joined together and they're powerhouses. I love it. And so this school really teaches you how to be effective, but how to get over not wanting to step out. Yes. But it is normal Christianity. We are supposed to be ministering people every day, and we do it. That's right. And here's the thing. Just give what nobody's watching to see with you, pass or fail. But next time you go out into a public place and and say, Holy Spirit, tell me if somebody needs prayer. That's all you do. And just listen. If he says, just give a word of encouragement to this person or pray quickly to that person. Just reach out and say, you know what? This may sound strange. It sounds strange to me. I think God is telling me that uh, you might like a little bit of prayer. May I do that? And then just jump right in there and then just see where Holy Spirit takes it. And once you realize that God is in the thick of it, it's easy to move forward in this. My listening friend, I want to thank Imee Smith for joining me. We didn't get much time to really talk about the accolades of Imee Smith on your journey to Uganda through Fire Academy, but uh, there are other times as well. Imee Smith, thanks for joining me as co-hosting this segment. You're welcome. And you were able to bring a lot of people on that had some insights. My listening friend, I hope this really is an encouraging encouraging message for you as well. You know, in the next segment, we're going to bring somebody on who deals with what's right and uh, the things that are right, what's right uh, in godliness and, and what's, you know, what's left behind, what's left, what's right and what's left. And I think you're going to appreciate my guest on this next hour. Imee, thank you for joining me. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, I will be back uh, in the next hour, so do not go away. Imee, thanks again, and we'll see you in the next segment, folks. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos Poway, and K29CR Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. I'll tell the world.
Hey, my friends. You know, one of the things that I really love doing on this a weekly two-hour broadcast, Come Together San Diego, is uh, identifying powerhouse ministries uh, that are on the KPRZ air at other times during the day and week. And uh, I'm going to be bringing some of them on just to kind of give some insights. You faithful KPRZ listeners have an opportunity to know some of the some of your favorite people that are on the air. And this is, uh, I'm, I'm certain, one of your favorites, if you listen to KPRZ with any regularity, Pastor Ernie Sanders, uh, he has a ministry called What's Right, What's Left Ministries, and he's out of Ohio, and he broadcasts actually five days a week, Monday through Friday, uh, from 7 to 9 uh, in Pacific time, and y- you have had an opportunity to hear his wit, his witticism, his his big brain, his big heart, his big scriptural understanding. Well, we're, we're going to bring Pastor Ernie Sanders actually right now on this show and give you an opportunity to catch him behind the scenes. Okay, I set the stage for you, uh, Pastor Ernie Sanders. Uh, good to have you with me. Good to be here, Kez. I finally made the big time. (laughs) Yes, right. Uh, This man, my friend, is on a number of stations and KPRZ uh, five days a week. So it's an honor to have you come in. I knew that many of the listeners that listen to you on KPRZ would love to hear a little bit of behind the scenes about Pastor Ernie Sanders. And so that I've set the stage here, what do you have to say for yourself? (laughs) Well, I'm just a young fella. Been doing radio now for 48 years. And, uh, covered a whole lot of topics in that time so uh i'm ready to go to go for it we have in the saying in the ministry here we have a saying no compromise period and the other one is we've done so much with so little for so long we can do almost anything with nothing (laughs) (laughs) so my my listening friend i many of you that know uh pastor ernie sanders know the voice and i wanted to spend a little bit of time reflecting on some of the things that he's experienced and have what ultimately what he and i have always wanted to do in the broadcasting is inspire you to further greatness in God. And uh, sometimes it's a matter of calling a spade a spade. It's calling a, a, a people that a people that are saying things that uh, are wrong, correct, and things that are saying that are correct, wrong. You know, this, these need to be called out. And, and I've, I don't know Ernie very well, but what I know of him, he, he doesn't, uh, doesn't let uh, a, a moment pass where uh, he doesn't speak truth into issues. So let's talk a little bit about some of the dangers that are in the world today that you and your program deal with, and we're gonna, then we're going to kind of systematically go through that. And any, any further nuggets or insights from you, Pastor Ernie Sanders, we would love to hear. Well, we've got, you know, this uh, deep, dark state, what's going on. And I was in communication twice this past week with the, the White House, actually. And they thank us for our help because, uh, you know, again, we've uh, we've been out there. We You have to do what's right. You just have to. And, you know, what you're talking about here, uh, talking about telling the truth, um, the, the left wing, the fake news media has a name for that. They call it inflammatory rhetoric. <laughs> my, my, my. Yes. And that's, that's how I got started as, as a young fellow many years ago in, in the pro-life movement back in the early 70s. And uh, they used to bring me on to, the idea was to ambush me. Uh, but, you know, God just blessed. And I, I used to just relish it because I always gave them better than I got. And, uh, <laughs> Well, we would see, go on with so yeah. Go ahead. I'm no, I, I'm just saying you have a secret weapon that they don't have. It's called Holy Spirit. So uh, oftentimes they think that they're cornering you, and Holy Spirit has it, it puts them kind of 
puts them in a, in a place where they're vulnerable. They don't even know it. So th- th- one of your early challenges or battles was with uh, a- abortion and, and, and right to life. You want to speak just a little bit more about that? We have s- several minutes in this segment, Pastor Ernie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we st- I started out very early in the pro-life movement. And in those early days, I was by myself when I, when I realized that, that abortion was legal and what it was. Uh, and I didn't know anybody because it really wasn't. It was just a start of, of the pro-life movement. My, my first uh, real uh, friend that I got to know was a fellow named Dr. Jack Wilkie. Yes. And and I, I got a, quite an education from him. But I had gotten out of the military and uh, just uh, <laughs> I was I was kind of a. Um, a rough character in those days and I used to go down to the abortion mills and I would just walk in and start preaching and they would go crazy there <laughs> I mean uh, they would just and they would clear the place out and, and I would leave and then this happened several times because under the law you know until they tell you to leave and nobody really ever asked me to leave they just screamed at me cussing <laughs> and things like, like that and so they started putting up posters with my picture on it. <laughs> oh my to look for me, okay, and uh, so the police would set up and they'd wait for me to come into an abortion mill, uh, and then well, we we got I had some interesting days. I learned all about the court system that way. I'll bet you did. So, what words of wisdom do you have right now? First of all, there uh, I'm pleased to see a number of different movies that are coming out or have come out that really uh, speak the word clearly about uh, abortion and what it really is, murder. Uh, so what do you have to say as a word of wisdom? There are a lot of people in San Diego County, for example, uh, Pastor uh, Ernie Sanders, that you know they realize the indignancy of abortion, but they don't know what to do or where to go. What word of wisdom do you have to share with people like this, Pastor Ernie Sanders? Well, the first thing I would say is this. People need to know, everybody out there, that words have power and they have meaning. And whoever frames the debate wins the debate. And I would never let the opposition do that. Uh, I would have, even in the early days of the radio ministry, uh, if our side, because they had been programmed, you know, by the, the left, you know, to use words like pro-choice, and uh, I would give them a warning. They come on the radio. I'd say, look, and I'm talking about friends of mine, too. Don't use that word. That That's a lie. No baby ever chose to have his brain sucked out or his heart ripped out. That's a, Don't use that. You're, the opposite of up is down. The opposite of right is left. The opposite of hot is cold. And the opposite of life is death. My. So you're pro-life or you're pro-death. My, my. Or, so now if, if, if a person came to you and say, all I'm doing is defending a woman's right to choose... They've framed the definition so that they have some some leverage in communicating. How would you uh, come against people who go, I'm just interested in, isn't, doesn't a woman have a right to choose? Huh, Pastor Ernie? Huh? Well, yeah, you see, in Jeremiah chapter 2, it talks about wicked women, and it says their skirts are filled with the blood of the innocent. Oh now, you see, God says you don't have that, that he's already made that choice. You see, God says that those that when he gave us... When he gave us the divine institution of human government, he gave us five points, very clear points in that. The very first one, Kaz, was to whom he gave. You find that in Noah covenant in Genesis chapter 9. That's verses 10, verse 12, and verse 15 and 16. To all mankind for, for perpetual generations, to all living beings. Second point was the intent, verses 1 through 4. 
Man was to govern for God, but the third point, Kaz, was the most important. This is the entire purpose, the entire purpose of human government. I mean real human government. See, what what we have today is a very, very poor excuse uh, for human government. But the entire purpose of human government was to preserve the image of God, that being man. That's where you got the statute of the the death penalty in verses 5 through 7. So God says that, number one, that child belongs to him. It's his property. When you kill that child, you transgress God's dominion. In other words, you've just broken into God's house. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. We're going to talk about some other things that the left thinks are good ideas, but it's just verbiage and kind of framing an argument the way that they want to. So uh, Pastor Ernie Sanders of What's Right, What's Left Ministries, and uh, a ministry outreach through KPRZ five days a week, Monday through Friday, on uh, 7 to 9 p.m. on Pacific Time, Monday through Fridays. We're going to talk about more things about how God wants us to frame the argument. We've talked just a little bit about uh, the abortion industry. In the next segment, I'm going to set Pastor Ernie free on the topic of the child trafficking issues that are faced to us in not only in San Diego, but throughout the United States and get his intake on this, my friend. You may want to have a notepad handy because you're going to get solid gold nuggets from the man with a voice of experience. So, uh, Pastor Ernie Sanders, stay with me for the next segments or so through the hour. Yes? Yes, sir. (laughs) Okay. So, Pastor Ernie Sanders and I will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And I'm back with co-host and weekly broadcaster on KPRZ with his uh, What's Right, What's Left broadcast, Pastor Ernie Sanders. Hey, Pastor, uh, we set the stage in the first segment talking a little bit about uh, the abortion issue, and we're going to keep hitting hefty topics because our listeners need to know about them. But before we do, I want to just have people get a little idea about what your show is and the strategy behind your show and how you broadcast on K-Praise Monday through Friday uh, from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific time. So what's what's the strategy behind the show, doing basically what we're doing right now, or how is it different? And give us a kind of an overview of a behind-the-scenes of what goes on on your show, Pastor Ernie Sanders. Well, the goal of the show is to bring America back to one nation under God, to restore America and and we do that with the truth by getting letting people know what's really going on out there uh, and we've been doing that for a long time and we've we've always been the in run around the liberal media i've had my battles yes over the years with the liberal media and and i mean you know when you fight you fight to, when you go to war you go to war to win yes. and i've had them Cass. i've had some of these people the locals like a guy named Carl Monday and that ducking and, and hiding for going after him on the radio, exposing, you see, they're not used to 
people doing to them what they've done to other people. Exactly. And the whole conservative mantra, especially, you know, let's talk about in politics, the uh, the conservatives, the Republicans versus the uh, the, the liberal perspective. Uh, it's kind of like one goes, I can get, go a long distance by just making innuendos and lies. And a lot of times we, we Christians or the, the people uh, that uh, have a real belief structure into the conservative side, we, we know the value of truth. And uh, you're, you're kind of saying you've been kind of a pansy long enough, make a stand for what's right. And that's one of the things we need to hear as Christians, because a lot of times we'll go, oh, you know, we'll just be praying for the situation. You want to speak to that briefly as we get into the next topic? Yeah, one of the things that I've really been after for years are, are the prissy preachers. <laughs> I mean, I've gone after the prissy preachers, and I've even had some that, that because, uh, you know, they would make statements like, uh, you would never see me standing out in front of an abortion mill as long as it's legal. Romans 13 tells us that we have to obey the government. Boy, I'd go after them. I would really go after them. And, you know, Kaz, listen, for 25, for 25 years, I challenged any three neo-evangelicals, any three, to debate me on the radio because I had four mics in the studio. For 25 years, I never got one taker, Kaz, not one. And um, these, when these prissy preachers, they would never tell me, but they would tell their people. So I used to have a, a little thing that, who am I going to send the pink bloomers to this week? Oh, my, okay. my, my. So give us, a, now there are a lot of pastors that listen to this show, uh, Pastor Ernie Myers. Uh, what would you tell them? Now, because there are a lot of, especially in California, we're being confronted with things that are just completely non-scriptural and also the threat of we can lose our 501c3 or, or any number of other things if we disobey the rule of the land. What would you say to my pastor friends that listen to this broadcast, Pastor? First of all, if you've got a 501c3, call the Biblical Law Association and get rid of it. You never should have had it to begin with. You can't <laughs> serve two masters, okay? Uh, I belong to the UBF. We've never had a 501c3. In fact, next week I'm speaking at the UBF conference, Unregistered Baptist Fellowship in, in uh, Indianapolis, but but uh, get rid of that because, you know, people don't realize what the 501c3 is, Kaz. You know, there's a contract that goes along when you apply to that, and that basically you agree and covenant or contract with the state that the state, not Christ, is your head. So you become a corporation. Corpus means non-living. See, the church is the living body of Christ. The church is the living body. Christ is the head. When you become a corporation, you agree that you are a non-living uh, entity, and the state is your head. Okay, You can't have two heads. Only monsters have two heads. Oh, my. So, so let's say you somebody is a pastor, and they go, "My whole life is my five hundred one c three. I mean, the whole my whole fundraising, my everything that I do, it has tax implications and things like that." What do you say to uh, to? I'm, I'm setting the stage for this to set you up for this because because here's the deal: we're in a world right now that we have to make our stand regardless of uh, you know what the rules of the land are if they are adverse to God's plan, we have to make a stand, and it's going to cost people something. So what would you say as far as weaning somebody off that mentality? Well, the first thing I would say is this, okay, study the Beatitudes. No place in there will you find blessed are the stupid. That's what's being taught. 
that this whole thing about the, the 501s, they're suggested by, by lawyers, okay, and bookkeepers, the guys, the, the accountants, they get your money. All churches, real churches, all churches, according to the Constitution, but even that, according to the Bible, are tax, you're tax immune. Not only are you tax exempt, you're tax immune, okay? And so that's already the law. That's already the law. I don't, you know, uh, like I said, you don't have to. I had two IRS agents on here, and they said that it always amazed them why anybody would be so stupid as to put themselves under their control. Now, I'm not talking about different ministries. I'm talking about churches only. Yes. You know, the 501c3 can apply to a different type of an outreach. But but anyhow, these both of these ministers, we, we never could understand why these pastors would be so dumb as to put, us, put themselves under our authority. Oh, my, my. And so let me, for the, for the pastors that are listening to something like this, uh, let me a- ask you to give them, how do you find out about this? I mean, th- you're sharing something that I didn't even have a clue about. Of course, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a pastor. But pastors, a lot of times, they're under the tutelage of other people that are under authority. You know, their their church may be under other churches or, or, or an association and things like that. What do you have to say that is a word of wisdom to these people? But I, I can tell you just by observing what's going on in California, and I know what's going on in other places, that our rights are going to be not only restricted but suspended and we need to take a stand uh, pastor ernie sanders well you know i mean this might be a little bit short notice but uh, on october 14th 15th and 16th in indianapolis they're, they're going the ubf is having this conference and it's a tremendous conference and you've got you've got people there you've got lawyers christian lawyers and they will tell you they will instruct you on how to come out of the 501c3 because, see, there's a lot of liabilities when you get into that 501c3. Whether people really understand it, if you have a 501c3, even if you have a building, even if you've made every payment and you've paid it off completely, that really is not yours. It belongs to the state. You have use of it as long as you have use of it. But if they wanted to, in other words, if you decided to sell it, you could only sell it to another 501c3. Okay? Oh, my. My, my. So, so, yeah. But I'm, anyhow, the Biblical Law Association will show you, they will tell you and show you how to come out of that. Okay, Biblical uh, Law Association? Biblical Law the, Association? Yeah, Biblical Law Association. Very good. Gerald Finney. Gerald Finney is one of the attorneys, Dr. Greg Dixon. Um, if they'll call... My my office, I can put them in touch. I don't have their number with me here. That's fine. And uh, how how would I, they reach you, uh, Pastor Sanders? They could call my office at uh, 440-338-1367. That's 440-338-1367. And, and give me a little time to give back because I get about 500 phone calls a week. <laughs> Pastor Ernie Sanders, and is there a website that they can go to to find out more about this as well? Uh, yeah, they can go to wrwl.org. That's wrwl.org. Very good. Our website. And it's wrwl, what's right, what's left, uh, uh, dot org. That's from, that's 
see it right out of Matthew chapter 25. Very good. Well, you know, I, here's what often happens, Pastor Ernie, and that is I uh, had a design in my mind where we're going to go in this segment, and uh, Holy Spirit stirred it a different way, way, but my listening friend, here's what I want to encourage you. If you're a pastor or you know one or two or three or four, we're in a time right now where God's kids are going to need to make a stand, and if the if the government, the state or the uh, federal government is saying you can't make that stand because it violates your agreement, then you need to rethink what that agreement is and posture yourself in a position where you can be free to hear Holy Spirit and do what he tells you to do. Because this world needs it. Our individual states, I can tell you for California, we need people that can make their stand. And if your hands are bound by some legislation, uh, what good are you doing what God wants you to do? So uh, I, I'm really honored that you shared this. You kind of uh, took the mask off my eyes, I'll tell you that, Pastor. I, I'm, I'm thrilled about that. But we have two more segments left to go. And I know that I, don't, I haven't talked to you much, but I know that you, you know, let's say you carry your spiritual weapons on the ready. <laughs> so yeah, I've learned how to do that. Mm. <laughs> so we're going to deal with more stuff. Uh, if you'd be so kind to stay with me, Pastor Ernie Sanders of What's Right, What's Left Ministries. And you're out of Ohio, but now you're broadcasting from San Diego, California as well. My friend, uh, stay tuned. You've tasted some of the fireworks. More fireworks to come when Pastor Ernie Sanders and I come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Hello, San Diego. This is Rick Sines from uh, Red Seal Ministries. I just bless you and ask you just to receive the love of the Lord at this time, uh, this open season we have in San Diego. Come together, San Diego, with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. <laughs> I, I, I have to laugh because during the commercial break, my producer is sitting in here with me, and he gave me an innovative idea. We, we are with Pastor Ernie Sanders from Ohio, uh, and the topic we're talking about is really tied to his, uh, the theme of his show that he does five days a week on K-Praise called What's Right, What's Left Ministries. And he talks about what's right, what's left, the conservative versus the progressive. And my my producer says why don't we do why don't we have uh, pastor ernie sanders have a debate with bernie sanders and we'll call it the ernie bernie debates <laughs> and i said that's not a bad idea we could talk about socialism so uh, what do you think about that uh, pastor ernie sanders you'd love that wouldn't you I, I certainly would. Do you know what they did on the marquee out uh, I, up until about a year ago? I was pastoring two churches out here in Ohio, and then, but on the marquee out front, it had my name. Well, some smart aleck kept putting <laughs> the B in front of my name. Oh my! Okay? So. Uh, what happened? It didn't bother me, but it upset some of the ladies in the church so much. <laughs> one of them was crying. <laughs> oh my, my! You know, this really is a hot topic in the United States, is it not? The whole idea about socialism versus uh, the Constitution as we know it, the democracy, if you will, or the republic as we know it. You know, one of the things that I, I've heard uh, people that uh, embrace Scripture 
a quasi, quasi embrace the scripture. They'll use a scripture to say, here's the whole Bible that speaks about the value of socialism. I'm going to pull this up for you. You've, I'm sure you've heard it before because uh, nothing has passed you uh, recently that uh, you, you don't stand ready to defend against or in favor of. Here's a scripture in the book of Acts chapter 2, and it talks about uh, that fear came, uh, chapter 2, verse 33 and on. It says, and fear came upon every soul, uh, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Now listen to this in verse 44, and I want you your response to this, and you and I will uh, engage this topic of socialism. It says, And all that believed were together and had all things in common, and they sold their possessions and goods and parted them, all men, to every man that had need. And it talks about uh, being able to share liberally. And one of the things, you know, that a socialist mentality is, is let's take from the rich because we poor need it. Have you heard that argument before? And what have you said in light of those kind of things? And I have a few thoughts as well. Pastor Ernie Sanders. Absolutely. What you're talking about there is not communism, it's communalism. First of all, you see what they did, it's they of free will, their own free will. They took their merchandise, their property, and they sold it and they give it to who they want. Communism doesn't do that. Communism takes your property, it redistributes it. The top 2% get 60%. And they redistribute the other 40% amongst the masses. So, you know, that's the difference. If you wanted to to see what liberalism or communism is, there's two places you can find that uh, in the Bible. In Proverbs uh, chapter 1, you'll talk about what it's starting with with, uh, verse 9 or 10. It really talks about where real communism is. But the other place you'll find also is... uh, in Isaiah 32, verses 1 through 8, uh, the vast majority of people, you'll never hear the preachers preaching on this. And, and I hate to say it, but it's true. Most of them just really don't have the courage. They just That's just the problem. They don't have the courage. Pastor, how much of it do you think is that they don't have the knowledge to know how to defend their faith? Is that part of it, too? Uh, yeah, a lot of it is. Uh, I remember back in the early 60s when the Enlightenment movement was coming into the churches, and, and we, we saw a real problem with it back in those days. And I remember I was trying to, back in the early 70s, trying to encourage the pastors to stand up and, and march on Washington, D.C. You know, I taught biblical law, and people don't realize what what has taken place uh, there's, there's a number of things that, and, and I'm going to be speaking on this week here, but communism, let me read you just a couple things here very quickly. I'll just read this because of the time. Be- before you do, uh, I want you to yeah. draw the link between communism and socialism because people are saying, yeah, that's communism. We're talking about socialism or, or democratic well, socialism. So draw the connection and then read what you have to say. Well, it's, 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 very, it's not complicated at all. Communism is socialism with a police state. And <laughs> okay. The police state always follows. It always follows. Okay. Always. And so, but here's what it says uh, in Proverbs uh, chapter uh, 1. Uh, My son of sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lie in wait to shed blood. Let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive like Shoal and the whole like those who go down to the pit, we shall find all kinds of precious possessions. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in your lot among us. Let us all have one purse. 
That is, remember what Obama said? We're going to redistribute the wealth, and this is what he said. We're going to redistribute the wealth from those that have earned it to those that have deserved it. The Bible says the ones that earn it deserve it. The ones that deserve it, yes. You know, one of the things, one of the crystal golden, the golden moments that you said, and, and the difference between one and the other is, and if you are wealthy, there, there's a there's a directive to be open-hearted or be able to give f- freely or free will, and that's the difference between the socialist mentality of that is uh, the 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 governing you know you know the, the law says you are to give this portion of of this that or the other where god says out of free will you will be able to do that and a lot of time we we've gone away from the free will and uh nations want to legislate that and there's a there's a a sense that in america there's that uh spirit going on today speak a little bit about that uh if you will because we're in uh a challenging, let's just say, challenging time in the United States of America. This election that's coming up really is, in one aspect, the difference between socialism and uh, the Constitution. So speak a little bit about this and where America has gone and what we can do to turn the corner on this in a biblical way, Pastor Ernie Sanders. Well, let let me just tell you, there's two things I can tell you very quickly about. First of all, when we were talking about human trafficking, you know, we deal with reality. Uh, uh, Forty Over 40 years ago, Cass, over 40 years ago, I was on the radio telling people that they will always, the opposition will always accuse you of doing what they're doing. Whatever, if, if, whatever they're going to, whatever crime they're going to commit, they'll accuse you of doing it. This Would you say that hard. one more time? We need to hear that burned into our hearts. Yeah, over 40 years ago, I said that. I, I was telling people that they will always accuse you, always, of what they do now. Nowadays, I'm not the only one saying it. Nowadays, Hannity's out there, and, and Tucker Carlson, and Judge Janine, praise and, God. Right, that. and Limbaugh, and just so many Limbaugh, uh, conservative yeah. voices, yes. But, but we were telling them, now let me, I'm going to read something to you. If you want to understand what, what this um, human trafficking is about with the children, uh, you have to understand there is no longer a Democratic Party. There is no longer. It has become, it has morphed into a Communist Party. But now listen, they go right from Karl Marx's playbook, and I'm going to read you from Lenin. This is what Lenin said. The absolute necessity and principle of combining illegal with legal work is determined not only by the same total of the specific features of the present period, but also by the necessity of proving to the bourgeoisie, meaning the capitalists, that there is not nor can there be a sphere of field of work that cannot be won by the communists. It is necessary immediately for all legal communist parties to form illegal organizations for the purpose of systematically carrying out illegal work and fully preparing for the moment when the capitalist resorts to persecution. I just want to jump ahead and tell you here, here's the second thing. Now listen to this. A working class agitator who is in any way shows talent and promise should not work 11 hours a day in a factory. We should see to it that he lives on the funds of the party. In other words, they shouldn't work 11 hours a day as a bartender either, okay? In other words, AOC, okay? 
that he is able to, in good time to adopt an illegal manner of existence that he has the opportunity of changing his sphere of activities. Otherwise, he will not gain experience. But to, to make it long story short, the all of this human trafficking, the Democratic Party today has become the world's largest crime cartel. Now, you'll hit, this will finally come out maybe six months or a year from now. We, we've been talking about this for years. They're involved in two different things. They've got the day and the night. They are, uh, the corruption is a mile wide and a mile deep. And they're all involved. And to give you an example, you'll find out later on, okay, uh, that Nancy Pelosi and all of them were involved in this Ukraine situation, okay? They all got a piece of the action. This is why they're in such a panic, you see. My. Everything they're doing with President Trump is not legal. This whole impeachment thing, they're sure. not following the laws at all. Everything they do is Ill- illegal. They, they break the laws. They don't follow the laws at all. And, and then they turn it around to make it sound like we're the ones, the conservatives are the ones that are actually breaking the laws. This is a hot topic, and we've got to take a break right now. So uh, keep the irons hot, uh, Pastor Ernie Sanders, of what's right, what's left ministries uh, and uh, uh, weekly broadcaster on K-Praise, you're seeing some, not only behind-the-scenes stuff, but you're seeing some stuff that he broadcasts uh, on a day-to-day basis. So we're going to talk about that and some other hot topics, but beyond those discussions in the last segment, we're going to give you a little bit of uh, insights on what you can do to circumvent these things, because God has equipped and is equipping you as well. So Pastor Ernie Sanders of What's Right, What's Left, Ministries, and uh, I will be right back. Do not go away. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Kaz Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. And we're back, and uh, I think. Uh, Pastor Ernie Sanders and I struck a match, and the fire is burning brightly here in the studio. My friend, I hope this is burning in your ears as well, because America is really in a pivotal place. Elections are coming up for the 2020 elections. Uh, There's a a group of people that call evil good and good evil, and uh, there's a lot of slander going on. Uh, And this this is really uh, a violation of the Constitution, and a lot of us just sometimes we just don't know exactly how to fight back. And uh, I think uh, Pastor Ernie Sanders has opened our eyes a little bit on letting us see certain things and, and ha- helping us comprehend the value of speaking out. Because even though uh, those who have a, a plan to deter America, they will speak loudly but, loudly, but when it is defended against, they really don't have an argument and they kind of shriek shrink back into the shadows. Pastor Ernie Sanders, thank you for lighting a match under us here in San Diego. And now I know why so many people find your show on K-Praise Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 p.m. What's right, what's left uh, to be so dynamic is because you open a lot of eyes. So would, can we spend this last segment talking a little bit about uh, the, the, the hot spots, but also how, what we can do as uh, American citizens to defend against this? You know, if, if I were to... to to um, summarize this, really, you could, you know, there's a lot of different things that are in the play. A woman's right to choose uh, global warming, uh, globalism versus uh, 
uh, um, the 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 independent governments or its independent states or nations having their independence, but but it really all kind of boils down to God versus the enemy. And so why don't why don't you do a, a broad brushstroke of what's going on for us to have our eyes opened and uh, and give us some heartfelt insights from Scripture? Would you be so kind as to do that, Pastor Ernie Sanders? I'd be more than happy. Here's the thing, and this is why it's so important that you stay with the accuracy of the King James Bible, because a lot of the New Age perversions of the Bible have changed the terminology. But, you know, in 2,800 years ago, the prophet Isaiah, and by the way, here's the answer to your questions is the, the answer to everybody's problems is right here in this Bible. It's the greatest source of wisdom and knowledge that ever existed, okay? Uh, and so... You know, it reveals things to us as as time goes by, as God wants it to. But it, but Isaiah, 2,800 years ago, in Isaiah 32, he made a, uh, a statement, and, and I'll just sum it up because of time. But um, here he's talking about the days just prior to the Lord's return to set up his millennial kingdom at the end of the tribulation period. And so he, he talks about how... Uh, a man should be as a hiding place from the wind and a covert from the tempest, as rivers of water in a dry place, as the shadow of a great rock in a weary land. And then he tells you that in those times during that millennial kingdom, when he does that, uh, you know, eyes will be open and we'll understand a lot of things that we don't understand now. But then he goes on to say this. Now listen to this, okay? The vile person shall be no more called liberal nor the churl said to be bountiful. Now, at, at, at that time when this was written, Kaz, the word uh, liberal was a, had a, a positive connotation. That yes. means someone who was generous with their own property and their own freedoms and their own food and, and money. Today, a liberal is someone that's generous with other people's property. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But he goes on and he says, for the vile person will speak villainly. But he says a vile person, in other words, a person that is repulsive to God. In the last days, they're just prior to the Lord's return, the liberal would be a person who's, who's repulsive to God. And he goes on to say, now listen to this, for the vile person will speak villainy and his heart will work iniquity to practice hypocrisy and to utter error against the Lord. Now, I'm just going to just tell you this. I've said in the meetings when they didn't know who I was, I've gone to meetings where you had uh, the WHO, the World Health Organization, Sierra Club, Planned Parenthood, all of these communist organizations where they would come together. And they didn't know who I was, okay, And because they all thought I was with the other group. And they spoke openly, Kaz, they spoke openly, and they boasted. They bragged about hypocrisy. They, to them, hypocrisy is something to be embraced. And they bragged how they told people one thing while they were doing another, and they laughed. And, um, you know, and, and about lying, you know, here um, under communism, you know, lying is not an elective. It's not. You, they're required to lie, okay? And, and that's what we have the entire left-wing media out there, as President Trump is so right. They're the fake news media. My. You know, tell, tell, tell me, because we've only got maybe two or three minutes left in this entire hour. It goes on. <laughs> There's only about 1,000 other things I had on my list to talk with you about. But let's kind of bring it to a close here, because people need to know that it's not 
impossible that God can turn these things around. In fact, he rejoices when his people seek his face. And uh, though the situation looks impossible, God likes to turn the impossible into possible. So uh, uh, there's a favorite, one of my favorite scriptures in the Old Testament uh, when it was talking about uh, Israel having troubles. And it says that God helped the Levites. And so even when times are perplexing, God wants to intervene and show you a solution that you hadn't even considered. So would you be kind of the voice of encouragement in the next two minutes we have before the end of this show, Pastor Ernie Sanders? And my friend, I want to really encourage you to uh, visit uh, What's Right, What's Left that's broadcast on KPRZ Monday through Friday from uh, 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, on uh, Pacific time. So you need to check out what this man has to say. But would you bring this to a close? We have a couple minutes left, Pastor Ernie Sanders. Yeah, to sum it up, it would be this way. First of all, the goal for all Christians, the goal for all Christians is to make it to heaven. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and you want to make it there, right? And so there has never been a better time in all history. This is not a time for what was me. This is a time to run to the battle because there has never been a time, a better time to place up crowns in heaven than right now. We were living in what is right now live, real time, what is called the great apostasy, which is described perfectly in the King James Bible in Second Timothy chapter 3 and in Romans chapter 1 is described exactly the days that we're living in right now. So this is the time to run to the battle. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Uh, you know, people ask me, Pastor, aren't you afraid they're going to kill you? <laughs> you know, I, I didn't expect to live, you know, forever, right? <laughs> and everybody out there is going to die. And, and Kaz, there's been at least at least seven or eight attempts on my life already. Uh, that's a whole nother story because of what we're doing right now. Yes, yes. Yes, but you you have to, you know, if if God is your God, you need to stand for God and godliness. And that is really and but the other piece of the equation that the enemy doesn't understand is that God can and will intervene in these things and where you think that there's no way, God will provide a way. So I, I want to be a real encouragement to you, my friends, because the things that uh, Pastor Bernie Sanders have said could really weigh you down if you didn't realize that you're on the winning side and God wants to show himself mindedly through you and your simple obedience. Uh, a quick 30-second thought, and then we have to go to the end of the show, Pastor Ernie Sanders. Well, yeah, greater is he that is in us than in the world, and he tells us that we're more than conquerors. you got to believe God's word. God doesn't make mistakes, and go for it. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, fight like Christian soldiers with your eyes upon that cross. My, my. Pastor Ernie Sanders, what's right, what's left ministries out of Ohio, but broadcast throughout maybe even the universe, including Mars and Jupiter. Who knows? But yeah. uh, <laughs> but you can catch him on KPRZ Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 uh, p.m. You've you got to love this guy. I mean, really, he's going to open your eyes. My listening friends, our whole desire on Come Together San Diego is to open your eyes and to make you realize that God, through you, can do great things. But the key word there is through you. And if you stand back in the ranks and say, use somebody else, he's going, I'd rather use you. So be obedient and see what God can do. So on behalf of Pastor Ernie Myers, of What's Right, What's Left Ministries and Come Together San Diego. This is Kaz Taylor saying, what a great time we have and come back again. So long and thank you, Pastor Ernie. God bless.
Thanks for joining Chaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.